Hey, security peeps, we are live once again with awesomeness going on here today. This is podcast land, breaking LinkedIn with breaking into cybersecurity in Hacker Valley Studio. So I am Renee Small um, from Breaking Into Cybersecurity. I'll let everybody else go around and just introduce themselves because this is so epic right now. Go I ahead. know. <laughs> Chris, go ahead. Do do your side. Which yes. Friend? Yeah, which one? You got to pick one. <laughs> My Chris. <laughs> Chris, hold on. All right. Hey, Chris from Breaking Into Cybersecurity. On to Hacker Valley Studios. Yeah, a hey, collab Yes, indeed. What's going on, everybody? Chris Cochran from Hacker Valley Studios. What's going on, everybody? Ronald Eddings from Hacker Valley Studio. I'm a little more verbose. You know, I also uh, love security. I'm a security architect. I work at Palo Alto Networks right now. Let's get it. Let's get it started. Let's get this party started. So we've been talking about this collaboration for forever. Yeah. And I wanted to jump on all together and pull the two podcasts together and kind of just talk on this Good Friday for everyone who's celebrating Good Friday um, and just talk to everyone about life right now with, yeah. you know, COVID-19 and just, you know, what we're doing is in the security space and as security professionals and, you know, families and dads and moms and husbands and all that good stuff. So, um we want to just kick it off with talking about what's happening right now. So, Ron, you want to hop in? Yeah, let's do it. So uh, for me, everything has changed. I think that this uh, what's going on right now with uh, working from home and COVID uh, hearts out to anyone that's being affected by this virus and what's going on. Um, but for me, you know, everything has changed. Uh, my life and work balance has now kind of merged together all in one to where I'm working not necessarily longer, but I have to think about work differently. I have to think about home differently. I have to think about uh, how I do things differently. Um, but for me, since I'm you know, fortunately not affected by COVID, it's an opportunity for me to get better, uh, produce more content and have a lot more engagement with uh, the community. So that's what I've been really trying to focus my time and energy on. Yeah, there's a lot around, there's a lot of chatter on LinkedIn and just in social media as a whole about what people are doing while we're dealing with this, while everyone, you know, many of us are really accustomed to being at home and working from home um, and being remote. But for the folks who aren't, um, you know, like you said, Ron, everything is like converging in my life. We just joked around about how my one of my multiple kids is, in, is typically can bust in here at any minute, run through the podcast, you know, yeah. in the madness, right? And yes. so it's a little bit of it's a little bit normal, but not normal because you know usually two out of three of them are in school, and now that they're all here, it's really like a little bit of a struggle with trying to. Um, to get everyone um, situated to be able to do things like this. So, yeah. yeah. So Chris, what about in your world? Chris, go on. <laughs> yeah, I feel it's like Groundhog Day. Um, I was having a conversation with my son and I thought it was Wednesday, but it was really Thursday. And it just <laughs> like all the days blend together. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on in my world. That and um, every, I feel like everything's headed to a, a virtual um, 
reality. So conferences that are going virtual, trainings going virtual, team meetings are going virtual. Uh, and I think a lot of people have to adjust to that. And that adjustment period takes time for some. And um, it's others takes less time. So, yeah, that's just my two cents. Yeah. What about you, Chris? You know, this whole ordeal has actually filled me with so much gratitude because I, I look at the news and I see everybody out there that's struggling. I look at the people that are on the front lines and not even just the nurses and the health professionals, but also the people that are keeping the stores open, the people that are still driving their truck, getting supplies to where it needs to go, people that are out there just doing, doing what they got to do to help everybody keep moving forward. And so I'm full I'm filled with gratitude because I, I have the opportunity to work from home. I wasn't laid off. I'm able to provide food for my family. And so I think about this stuff and I think about, you know, what what can I do to, to help? And so, you know, what I think I can do is, you know, we can continue doing stuff like this, you know, getting people in our community together to talk about, you know, you know, just having that social aspect again. Uh, I, I love the fact that we have technology now that, you know, we can continue to, to produce the content we do, the podcast, your guys' live streams and things like that. So, you know, just being able to, to see your faces is, is a blessing, to be honest. And so I, I'm just filled with gratitude. And, you know, I, I really feel for the people that are impacted, you know, much more harshly than I've been impacted. But, uh, yeah, just want to keep pushing out positive stuff, positive messaging, because every every five minutes you're seeing breaking news, something terrible is happening, right? And so what Ron and I are trying to do is put out as many positive messages and positive stories as we can. So we double down on, on production. We've been doing two, two uh, podcasts a week, and uh, we're just going to keep going while everybody's locked down. So I know there's been a dip in people actually listening to podcasts because people aren't driving to work anymore. But for the people that are stuck in their house and, you know, they, they don't want to keep binging shows, they want to actually listen to something, maybe they want to work on a craft. And just listen to something, listen to positive, positive things so they can listen to breaking uh, into security or listen to Hacker Valley Studios and, and learn while they're in, enjoying something. Yeah. Right. So how do you all stay positive in a time like this? I'm sure there's been, you know, uh, things that have just disrupted uh, how you normally go about your life. So what do you do to stay positive when things aren't looking so bright? Yeah, that's. Uh, what about uh, you, think, Yeah, I, for me, I try to stick to routines. Um, that's the only way to try to re retain normalcy. If you can't do the old routines, you find new routines. So mm -hmm. my son, like, he's five and learned to read the clock magically as soon as all this started. Because now, as soon as it's 12 o'clock, he's up in my office, like, let's go out for a run. Let, let's go walk around the block. Let's do some exercise. And then as soon as 5.30 comes when um, my day is done, he's like knocking on the door ready to go. So, yeah, form routines, spend time with your family. Renee, I think you have some background. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> so so um, I have been, we've been putting, there's a couple things that we're, we're doing to, to kind of stay positive in this space. And Chris, I think your point, of um, having just gratitude is awesome. Um, can everyone still hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Perfect. No, having gratitude is 
is so it, you're so spot on about perspective. So my um, most of my my pretty much entire family is in New York, and my really good friends like I grew up in New York, so all the people that are there um, are in. Most of them are, are still in New York, and then there's still a lot of folks. My mom is a retired um, director of nursing at a nursing home, and um, my best friend is a pharma oncologist. And my other really good friend works in a hospital. So like almost everybody that I interact with, another really, another best friend of mine is a medical, um, medical device uh, sales rep, territory manager. And she actually, her, the product that she has um, helps to save the lives of um, heart failure patients. So all of these people that I'm talking to daily, they just, it's just such a grounding experience. Like you talk to them and they're in tears they're in, and they're, they're just giving of themselves in this time um, to other people out there that they can't. And they're seeing the bodies. They're seeing, you know, I had I talked to three um, friends this week that have had family members pass away. Ooh. So it's all like happening like right now. So, it's a it's a daily kind of um, to Chris's point the gratitude. It's like I am so blessed to be in a place where I'm not you know immediately impacted like right here right now. Whereas there's so many people whose whose family members and grandparents and you know I heard of a 38 year old girl who a friend of mine's younger sister. Um, you know it's just young really young people or people who are in their 30s and 40s um are passing away that might not be getting as much you know traction and stuff on the news and it's 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 pretty crazy out there um and then even thinking about the folks who to chris's point you know you have such a to be in a place where you have work and you can continue on and you know give back to the community in any kind of way that we can is is such a positive thing to thing to do because it is tragic. Like there's a lot of a lot of um a lot of things that are happening that that are not getting the news placements. And when I talk to the the folks that I talk to that are on the front lines, it's um it's no joke. It is it's real serious out there. So it's just I'm I just feel so blessed to be in the place where I am where yeah it gets a little bit hectic and kids and what have you, but at the end of the day I'm not sitting in a hospital or having to put on, you know, <laughs> not enough protective gear because they don't have it to go into these places and like really, you know, fight for people to help help people fight for their lives. So, yeah, yeah. yeah the pers- the perspective is what keeps me um, kind of grounded and going and positive and, and wanting to continue to do things like this. And additionally, what I was talking about earlier is that um, that's why we bring on Dr. Dan Schaefer, um, who is a psychologist, and he's been in a number of these scenarios where, you know, he's been around for a while and he um, can has seen some of these black swan events you know he's seen he was around for september 11th he was around for i mean he's he's an older man he's been around for a lot of these various things and so he's kind of like helping to keep us grounded and helping to 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 tell people it's all individual i know chris cochran you were on the on one of the live streams asking a question last week asking Mm -hmm. him you know like I think you asked him about working out. So everyone yeah. has their own yeah. and he, his whole thing is like, everyone has their own way of de-stressing. 
So if it's it's all individual. So for Chris, it might be working out. For Ron, it might be, you know, something else. So each of each of us have a different way of doing that. And to just like look in for that type of whatever your thing is, um, and not trying to do what somebody else is doing just because that's their thing. Like yeah. I have a buddy who works out. I mean, he is like, I told him the other day, he sent me a workout video and I was like, yeah, coronavirus is not coming for like, he's punching these bags. He's like beating up. <laughs> I was like, you're beating down coronavirus. It is yeah. not coming for you, you know? Right. But that's not me. I'm not going to be working out for four hours a day. Like that would stress yeah. me out more, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. So what are you guys' tips for staying productive, staying, you know, motivated and when you're trapped in the house? What about you, Ron? So for me, it's uh, it's all about, I think, reading and like Chris was saying, uh, staying uh, active and making a habit, a uh, kind of like a, a a nice habit, nice ritual. So I actually brought in some books that have helped me uh, throughout this time. So one of my big things is meditation. And I don't I don't really like to sit and meditate and not be doing something. So. My form of meditation is breathing. So I, I like doing breathing exercises. It's pretty crazy. But um, breathing is a good way to like uh, produce, uh, put oxygen back into your body. Uh, yep. A lot of the times we're not breathing right. We're breathing with our chest up and down rather than with our belly, breathing and expanding our diaphragm. So one of the books that I've been reading uh, during the break is called Breathe. It's by Dr. Melissa Ranich. And this book is really awesome about um, making your physical health better while enhancing your, your mental health. So staying sane, uh, taking some time for yourself, creating space for you to focus on whatever is most important in your life. Right now, I think uh, for me, it's like Chris was saying, putting out the positive messages, staying positive and, and putting that back out there for other people to feed off of and, and start more conversations about positivity, security, and and work towards thriving in a state of kind of disaster that we're going through right now. Yeah. 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 We're getting oh. questions. Oh. Yeah. While well, well, you, you line some up, um, my Apple Watch always tells me to stand up at least once an hour and breathe like a couple times a day. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I Very got cool. that. <laughs> that's a really that's a really good tip so justin rogers wants to know what recommendations do you have for someone like me a recent infosec and information assurance grad to do to keep information fresh while on his job search at home and somebody else tagged and robert uh williamson said bug bounty <laughs> but that's Ooh. one of the questions mm. yeah staying fresh you know there's so many great <clears throat> media outlets right now for tech there are tremendous blogs. Like one of my favorite blog uh, websites is uh, Bleeping Computer. They are quick with getting information out there for folks. Also, really good podcasts out there. CyberWire, they put out something daily. So staying fresh with all the emerging threats and all the research that's going on right now. So, yeah, there's so many things out there. Things like breaking into security. Obviously, you're, you just graduated, right? So you want to listen to stories of people that broke into the field. Maybe you'll learn something that they did and you'll be able to replicate that and actually find success in finding a role. And then also, of course, Hacker Valley studio, hey. we always come with it. So, uh, yeah, a lot of great resources out there. Yeah. I have another great resource in front of me. It's called <laughs> tribe of hackers. Yes. Talk, you're both about- <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I would highly recommend for anyone that hasn't reached out to every single person in these books. There's a Tribe of Hackers original, Red Team. Chris was just featured in the Leaders book. And there's another one coming out also. Um, and everyone's Twitter's handle is in here. I've I've collaborated with quite a few people in this book and everyone so receptive, uh, so humble and uh, supportive to help you with whatever path that you want, whether it's bug bounty, uh, being a defender like blue team, anything like that. Um, great resource. Yeah. yeah, I think that's such a that's such a good point that, um, you know, there's some amazing books out here. And we talked about Chris and I talked last week or a couple down on our podcast ago about reaching out to people in the community because mm-hmm. they're so willing to help, like much more willing than a lot of other industries that many of us have been in. And I always quote um, one of the one of the guys that we had on here, and I can't remember his name, but he, he came from the financial services world. And he would say he said something like, um, you know, you could never reach out to like a Jamie Dimon of, of J.P. Morgan Chase and get a response. But you could reach out to, you know, a CEO of a of a, a huge cybersecurity um, company and get a response, you know, and get people who you would be in who we all are in awe of. Right. And they're so super helpful. So down to earth. So. Um, Ron, that's such a good point. Get in that book, Justin, and <laughs> start emailing and pinging people and connecting <laughs> with them and and just dive in. Chris, do you have any any other comments? Um, yeah, as Ron mentioned, podcasts. Um, I have a, a bunch of different podcasts that I listen to. Unfortunately, without my commute, I can't listen as much. And you'd be surprised at you would think, okay, you're at home, you can listen to it in the background, but when when there's so many things going on and you're expected to be on top of everything, I just can't listen enough. Um, yeah. But what I try to do is get an audiobook, something that you can listen to when you're just relaxing in bed and you don't have the 10 million distractions that you need to do. So um, yeah. audiobooks are a great, great way for that. Uh, podcasts are a great way for that. Just, yeah, find something continuous. Um, Ron, to add to your list, there's also like the Internet Storm Center, Sam's Internet Storm Center, that also does a daily um, podcast. And then maybe go to like cybrary.it and um, find a new area that you want to brush up on or brush up on an area that you maybe did before, but you want to refresh yourself on. Exactly. Really good points. Yeah, I, I love our community because I almost look at it like, members of a military or members of a police force, because we are all one team, one fight. That's one thing that was drilled into my head at, at boot camp in the Marine Corps is that we're all on the same team. And so being able to help the men and women across from you, uh, the men and women that are standing with you fighting against an adversary is, is super important. So it's almost like, it's not like we're Baker versus Baker. I'm not going to give you my secret ingredients because then that means you're going to take from me. But no, I feel like there there is a force multiplier by us banding together. So definitely if you are getting into the field or you're just trying to level up, reach out to people, build that network, talk to folks, reach out to us. I mean, we are an open book, so reach out to us anytime. Definitely. And that is true. I think it's also one thing that I forget about sometimes, and I'm sure it happens to everyone, is, is consistency. Um, yeah. Whether it's putting out a piece of content uh, regularly, whether it's 
reading a book that I want to be following up on? How do you guys stay consistent now that everything is, you know, all, we have all these distractions from home? Routines. Hmm. I mean, you, you set some time up. And if you need help with that, like put a block on your calendar, relax, de-stress, go for a walk, whatever you need to do. Make sure you think about yourself, because if you aren't happy yourself or you aren't taking care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. Yeah, I think that's such a, a easy message to listen to, but a hard thing to implement. Uh, yes. What are what are your <laughs> techniques for creating that structure? Uh, how do you? What's the starting point? Because uh, I'm sure there was a point to where you had no calendar. Uh, how did you start to implement a calendar and put blocks in it and whatnot? Well, it really started for me when I started doing breaking into cybersecurity. Um, that I had to block out that time every time and i'm like why don't i just block out my lunch time and try as much as possible to stick to that to not do any work to have an hour breathing time or a half hour breathing time whatever you can do in the day and do something for yourself um and and sometimes it could be on your personal calendar like before you wake up a reminder to meditate or a reminder to do five minutes of exercise something like that and those are little things that you can do to build that routine. And I think, I think it's after doing something consistently for eight days, it becomes easier to, for that to become a long-term habit than if you don't do it consistently for eight days and then you just do it sporadically. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Renee, I wanted I, to ask you something. I, I wanted to ask you about, there are people that were, life. Yeah, <laughs> besides your crazy life, uh, there are a lot of people that were looking to transition, right, to go to a new job, uh, yeah. you know, before all this stuff happened. I know there are some companies that have plussed up on hiring, but there are some that have frozen or delayed hiring altogether. Uh, what are you seeing out there from a recruitment standpoint? And what are some people what are some things that people should know about it? That's a really awesome point. Um, some people. So I'm seeing both i'm seeing so i'm in the middle of recruiting um for some roles and i we we had a we had a recruiter roundtable last week and we're going to bring it back next week too we're trying to do those weekly as well to give people tips and tricks around what to do right now um but there's two things happening in recruiting on the one hand you have folks who are have been unfortunately laid off due to COVID 19 so you have, um, you know, people who are, are actively looking, they're laid off and there are opportunities out there. And I say, jump right in, like, don't take breaks, <laughs> don't do anything like that, you know, jump into other opportunities. On the other hand, there are folks who were thinking about moving. And what I'm seeing now is that they're kind of like putting that on pause. So unless they are in a company where they, you know, in, in one of these industries like retail and, you know, some of the hit industries um they're just staying put they're like you know what my company is 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 being good to me or what have you and that's literally like verbatim what i'm hearing like i'm not i was considering looking for a move but i'm not looking um but i want everyone else to know out there is if you are actively looking specifically in in this space I really believe, like, if you look at Zoom, if you look at all of these different challenges that are going on out there, because so many people are now remote, 
because all these kids, like all of our kids are now online um, when they typically would not have been um, because hundreds of millions of people are remote now and at home that there's only going to be more and more opportunity for this people in this field. Um, I do not think it's going away at all. I only think this is that, you know, it's heightened now. And this is why you have like companies like Zoom having these growing pains and challenges because they went from like 10 million users to like 200 million users in a week or something. <laughs> it's crazy. So, you know, the different challenges that, that, that um, companies are having right now with the remote work situation um, is going to give more opportunities for cybersecurity professionals, in my opinion. So, um, if you're continue, you know, so from a from a continuous learning standpoint, I would say, you know, my advice would be continue to learn, continue doing what you're doing, um, and this is the time to kind of like dig in even more, like what Ronald said earlier, the different books and things like that. Like this is really that time that if you're if you're out of work or if you're, um, you know if work has changed, it's that time to learn and grow and use the time wisely because there is going to be a lot of, there is a, there's a lot of opportunity. I can tell you that right now because I probably reached out to all of you for, <laughs> for jobs. <laughs> and then number two is, um, um, you know, for the folks who are especially like breaking in right now and they're kind of shaky or they, they thought about leaving in or not, I understand, you know, being in different situations. And if your company's good to you, like it's a, it's a tough decision to make right now. And as Dan said, it's all individual. So I can't say what somebody should or shouldn't do. Um, however, what I will say is I think on the other side of this, it's going to be even more opportunity for security professionals to get into the field. Like breaking in, I think there's going to be just more and more um, opportunities out there um, because now I don't foresee us going back to where we were. I don't foresee like with this virtual, with us being in this lockdown for this duration of time and people learning to work this way, learning to work from home. Like how how do you go completely, you know, there, there will be, you know, some going back to offices, but as a whole, I can't imagine that we're going to go back to the way it was in January or February. This, yeah, to me, I, I just can't see. Right. So this is a new normal. And then so you want to get aligned to that. So for all those people who are thinking about breaking in, this is the time. <laughs> this is the time where you will be able to get that opportunity. So. Hey, Chris, what, what are your thoughts on that? Life? <laughs> What are my thoughts on what Renee just said? I, I think it's, it's it's trying to find the silver lining, right? Because there's such a huge opportunity because she's right. Everyone's online now. Everyone's working remote. There's so many conferences that are going online now. I think this is uh, an opportunity for us to, to find other ways of being together, uh, especially because we don't know how long this is going to last. Because, you know, as, even as things start to die down, there's going to be a, a a time to return to normalcy. And I think we have to, you know, find the silver lining. I know it, it sounds like I'm just trying to stay positive with everything that I say, but I think it's true. I think it's true that we need to, you know, look at the things that we do have and capitalize on it, capitalize on technology, capitalize on the fact that you might have some additional freedom. Sure. Now you're doing homeschool, right? I'm doing homeschool for, for three kids, but 
I do still find the time to do other things to keep my brain fresh. Ron and I, we just went through a Pixar class, you know, talking about storytelling. Uh, we're, we're constantly reading books, listening to things just to try to get better. And so every time you can find uh, just a few minutes to just get a little bit better, just find a, uh, a few minutes that you, that's going to eventually. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I want to stop right there. I'm going to let Ron talk about this book because this book changed my life. Yes, this book is amazing, especially kind of touching on the points that Chris was talking about. It's called So Good They Can't Ignore You. It's by Cal Newport. And this book is about learning to be a craftsman. It's uh, I think getting good at something is about learning to love your craft. You don't have to learn to love it from day one, but over time you get better. Over time you see progress and over time you start to enjoy and benefit from that progress. And this book kind of outlines how to get started with that how to kind of hone in on that and stories about people who have gone astray from what they could be good at and try to start all over. And it's the same process. You're going to have to learn to get good at it. You're going to have to learn to love it. And you have to learn how to be consistent and build that schedule around whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So whether it's your kid's school or getting a job in a cybersecurity, I think it's all about, you know, the warrior mindset uh, learning to love the process and, and following the process over and over again. I want to add in here that um, there's some good chatter going on on a couple of our feeds, Chris's feed, my feed. So um, some more pointers about, you know, what to do while you're trying to break in. Namdi says, Justin, join professional organizations around security and attend virtual meetings. You will hear from fellow members on the industry challenges and have the opportunity to exchange ideas and resources. An example is Cloud Security Alliance. Um, I can tell you there was another person who is giving free um, coaching to people who want to break into cloud security. Um, I posted it on my on my feed. So I just want to add to some of the things that are being, you know, people are echoing pretty much what we're saying. And Ronald, you have like the library of life over there. <laughs> I got I to gotta get my game up. <laughs> awesome books, awesome book picks. But I, I love how you said to, to own and to love, um, to love what you do. Like to, to get all the way in there. Um, I think we, we might end up bringing kids into this. <laughs> <laughs> they they have an opinion too. <laughs> they have an opinion. Mine are literally banging down the door. Chris's are making noise over here. So I mean, this is this is life. This is it. This yep. is exactly what this we're talking life. about. Being yep. able to plow through, and you know they're banging and they're mommy and Chris's son is asking questions, and you know they want to be a part of the podcast. I think we're gonna have a kids podcast next week. <laughs> hey, I, I'll bring them. I got a gang of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Oh, and, and I mean, with everyone going virtual, like there's going to be spouses that walk in the background. Um, we've yep. seen some bloopers of um, people adjusting to that, going to the restroom with their Zoom on or uh, their, yep. their partners walking behind them naked. So um, just just be aware of your surroundings as you get used to this virtual environment. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to go with the green screen. <laughs> whatever you need back there right <laughs> absolutely uh oh william rankin says i'm still waiting for my hacker valley studio book club 
Did y'all ever put out a reading list? I'm looking for nerd stuff and layer eight stuff. So that's for you two. <laughs> so, Will, rank it. My, my brother, <laughs> you do know I, I, on our Patreon page, if you go to it, check out the third tier. We actually do a monthly mastermind meeting. So we'll have everybody that's like-minded like us, always trying to get better, always trying to improve. We have a spur perfect spot for you right there. So go check it out. Let us know and let's get together monthly and just get better together. Love it. Love it. And um, I I think that we we talked about uh, several books and several podcasts. It's all scattered. Uh, we'll, we'll put it we'll put it together. And yeah, on our monthly mastermind group, we're you know interested in talking about whatever the Patreons are interested in talking about. So it could be books. It could be breaking into cybersecurity. Could be how to start a podcast. We anything is open for discussion. And I would say the other thing is um, find your peers, get them together, uh, start brainstorming. I mean, isn't that how Hacker Valley Studio started? A bunch yeah. of a bunch of you guys just together and doing it. Well, now you yeah. can do it virtually. Um, yeah. Have that study group, have that book club, and um, bring make make it interactive. That way, you have your your social interaction while keeping your social distance. Yep. Yeah. I actually yeah. think I have a list of my top 10 from this year. So if Will Rankin, if you want that top <laughs> 10, let me actually get it right now. I have it in. Well, he already said on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. Books, books that I would recommend uh, top 10 that I read last year. Uh, number one, managing oneself. This is by Peter Drucker. A great book if you haven't read it. It's a sh very short read. You could finish it within two hours. Next book is The Formula. I couldn't tell you the author off the top of my head. Great book. It's all That's about uh, reverse engineering, Nobel Peace Prize winners, and also people that have been recognized for great bodies of work when there's other individuals that are better than them in that perspective field. Mm -hmm. uh, another yeah. book that is awesome. The formula. Uh, the formula. The formula. It's a good one. Mm. It's a good one. That sounds like a good one. It sounds like another one that I read. Um, but go okay. ahead, Ron. We have the one thing. Uh, great book. You got. You cannot focus on more than one thing yes. at a time. This is a a book around that. Um, another book is the power of habit. I have very bad habits on some things in my life, like staying up late, uh, watching TV when I shouldn't watch TV. Uh, so this book kind of gives you strategies for uh, doing those things, but also focusing on your habits. Um, and the last book, I'm not going to go through all 10, but the last book that I'd recommend off the top is You Can't Hurt Me. This is yes. a book that I don't actually have the hard copy of. And the only book that I'd recommend not buying the hard copy because the audiobook is so Amazing. good. Yeah, David by, Goggins. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hey, everybody, you guys got to be reading. Everybody got to be reading. <laughs> Now's the time to read. Listen or read. And don't oh, worry, we'll Dave put Baggins. those books in the chat right now. <laughs> yeah, I've been buying um, Audible credits like crazy lately. This is totally yeah. high. You have to add to that. Let me think about, yeah, about Mastery. Have you read that one? Yes. Oh, Mastery is good. Robert yeah. Green. Robert yeah. Green. His books are yeah. so dense. There's so much to all of his books. Forty Eight Laws. Oh my gosh, super thick. So, so much information. 
but really, really, really worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really worth it. So, Chris, on your um, on your chat feed, there's a ton. So, AJ Rodriguez says, my second grade daughter had her first classroom web conference. And I have to say, she did be- better than a lot of execs do. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. they're talking about, <laughs> talking about what's going on. Oh, my goodness. And then... Um, uh, some there were some other ones that were good. Um, JJ Widener said today he's fasting and praying for those people on the front lines and that have yes. been negatively impacted by this change. So yeah, JJ, we're we're doing the Thank same you, thing. Um, yeah. And and I actually have a friend of mine. She um she's amazing. She put together this women's conference last month that I was in, and it's it's crazy because it was March seventh. So it was probably like the last thing that we all got together to do. Um, and she is also doing, um, um, doing video kind of this morning, she put one out that I'm going to post right after this. And it talks about having your prayer toolkit. And she is a prayer warrior. One of these people, you know, she just has so much faith. So JJ, I am with you on that. Um, so other people are talking about ways that they are, um, they're decompressing. So yoga, getting engaged with more family time. So that is true. And I'm trying to get the person's name that said that. Lee said he's been studying for a CPP. He has tons of study time now. Also working on his company, which is great. Um, yeah, Trevor said great this, job, this is great information. Yep. Bhagavendran says um, the right time to do a value add on courses and enhance knowledge and webinars and yes. online in the process. So tons of great chat, you know. Um, James Field says this is his first live. Hey, James. All right, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Fantastic. This is what we want. And then Ron um, Bagavendra says, Ron, I would say consistency with prioritizing calendar follow up. So when we're talking about how do how do we stay consistent? How do we you know how to use that calendar? And to Chris's point, blocking off time because I, I twisted his arm into breaking into cybersecurity almost two years ago, and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> breaking yeah. arms and breaking into cybersecurity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I can't do this by myself. I need somebody to keep me accountable. So, um, so yeah, here we are. You know, Byron says I would add it's important to forgive yourself if you can't stick to it or you miss a few things along Ooh. the way. Stay with consistent. And he's so right. That's Absolutely. so so true. Especially now when we're to Chris Cochran's point. We have we're we're homeschooling parents now, and you know yep. there's so many things that are layered on top of your usual standard day. Um, the first day I had a first day that I was talking to um, talking to a, a a person, and he was saying that he's like this is completely freaking me out. You know, usually I have eight hours of quiet to myself. <laughs> like I leave, right. I go to my office, <laughs> I have eight hours of quiet. You know, you can plan your day, and now it's. You know, every day is Saturday, right? With your kids. Yeah, right. So, you know, great points. But awesome, awesome discussions going on here. And we love that. We want we want this to be inclusive and have conversations and um, just be continuing to chat through all of this. So we're like at the 40 minute, almost at the 40 minute mark. And I, I feel like we could stay on for another <laughs> Another 20 minutes, yeah. but we don't got to get back let's to our lives, day. right? Eight hours, just, eight hour lives. Breaking news all day. Breaking LinkedIn, breaking news. Yes, indeed. 
Yeah, one, one thing I, I, I did want to mention for folks, because I know everyone's adjusting, especially for the parents that are doing homeschool now with their kids. And I know it, it's tough because, you know, I luckily, you know, I have my wife, but there are a lot of folks that are out there that are single parents by themselves trying to manage both the day to day at home, also teaching their kids and things like that. Uh, the, the frame of mind that that I try to keep in mind is that, number one, our kids are going to remember this for the rest of their lives because it's such a unique opportunity and uh, just a, a unique situation that they're, they're going to be in. And they'll, they'll tell their kids and their grandkids about it. So try to make it as memorable for them in a positive way that you can. There I go with the positivity again. But uh, I, I try to use this time to bond with my kids. I try to use this time to, to learn who they are as people. And then also provide those little nuggets. So there was, it, it broke my heart. That's a personal story. Uh, when everything first started happening, Sonic the Hedgehog had just come out in uh, the movie theaters. And my, my daughter is like one of the, the, the most fanatic gamers ever. She's five years old, but she loves playing games all day, every day. And she wanted to see Sonic the Hedgehog in the theaters. She's like, Dad, can you take me to see Sonic the Hedgehog in the theaters? And I mean, it broke my heart. Like, it was terrible. It was, I was just like, oh, man. I was like, hey, I can't take you right now. You know, we, we just have to sit inside because we don't want to get sick. And they ended up putting it out early on demand. And I was like, thank you so much. Because this, this I mean, it hurt my heart to, to know that I wasn't able to give her something that she was really looking forward to. And so then we sat down. We popped popcorn. We had all kinds of goodies and stuff like that. And we put on Santa the Hedgehog. And we, we watched it as a family. And even if she doesn't remember that, I'll remember that because I, I, I felt like for that moment, I won as a dad. So oh. try, to, try to make as, memory, as many memories as you can. Love that. Aww. I think for me, like, my kids. Yeah, I tried to do that in, like, little moments every day. Like I said, yeah. like, running with my son at lunch, um, building box forts with all the, all the boxes that we have, um, little things like that to play Legos with him, uh, things where we might not have been able to do because before we only had limited time, like after work to bedtime or a little bit in the morning. Now you can use that little lunch break or that little personal block in your day to go do little fun activities like that. And they'll remember that bonding time. Yeah, absolutely. So Renee, if you had to summarize yeah. everything we talked about. Yeah. It's such a historic time. Yeah. I think we lost her. Did Chris, we? you talking? Oh, okay. Uh, well, you were, you were being staticky, so we, we lost what oh. you were saying. Um, but yeah, I was saying if you had to summarize everything we talked about into one solid piece of advice, what would that be? Oh gosh, see, you trying to throw it back on me? <laughs> <laughs> I would say my one piece of advice, and it's a it's a piece that I give myself, and I tend to be a really positive person just overall. Um, I don't watch too much news. Um, because I don't want to see, you know, I, there's a there's a fine line between, you know, seeing what's happening and just the media overload. And so I just try to stay positive 
with every single thing, every project, everything that comes across there is, to Chris Cochran's point, a silver lining. Like there's, a, because of this, many of us will be closer. Chris talked about the, you know, your kids, our kids will never forget this. They'll be 80, 90 years old talking about the pandemic of 2020 in the yes. world and how everyone had to be at home. So making it as enjoyable as possible and just um, trying to stay calm and trying to stay as, um, trying to simmer down the stress levels um, overall. And that's one of the reasons why I keep bringing on Dan, because he is one of these people that has dealt with this. And then remembering that we will overcome, like we're not all, everybody, you know, people will pass away. It's a sad time. But you know, six months from now, months from now, how many ever months from now, we'll be on the other side of this. And what are we, you know, what are we going to say that we took away from that? Like we've overcome. I told him I'm a student of history. I want to know the folks in, you know, I was in New York for 2011, for September 11th, and it was catastrophic. People have been around, you know, like we've had cat catastrophic events, probably not, none of us have experienced something like this in our lifetimes, but other generations have. And you know, they overcome and hopefully would be better afterwards, you know, like you become a better person because of this experience. So just trying to keep a positive attitude overall. And that's whatever you do, the meditation and prayer, I'm a prayer person as well. And just like putting things into perspective, because a lot of times to Chris's point earlier, a lot of our situations are so much better than others. Um, talk about single parents. I mean, my mom is a single mom. I can't even, <laughs> I don't even know how single parents are doing it right now. Um, yeah. You know, and, and then people that are just out, you know, homeless people. I mean, there's just so much in the so world much. and so much for us to be grateful for, to be able to sit here and have this conversation and be here with Chris's son. So next time we're definitely bringing kids out. <laughs> Gotta bring all the kids. <laughs> bringing, yes. bringing the kids to the party. So <laughs> Hi. Oh. So, so yeah, so that's my piece of advice. Let's go around in a circle and do everyone's piece of advice. Let's do it. Ronald? Oh, is this a circle? <laughs> okay. Um, so, Diagonal circle. Yeah, it's yes. like a... <laughs> <laughs> my, my piece of advice would be kind of going back to what Byron said earlier in the comment is, is don't be discouraged. You know, this is a tough time, uh, even if you're not in, impacted by what, what's going on. It's, it could still be a tough time for you. Don't be discouraged. There's going to be, like Renee said, something at the other end. And all we can do is you know, band together, stay positive, support each other, and move forward. So that's my piece of advice, whether you're staying at home with your kids, trying to work on your career, stay positive, and, and band together. And we're going to get through this all together. Um, so that's my advice. Cochran? Right. So I talked a little bit about doubling down on technology, but I would also say doubling down on people in your network. So I actually just started a, a little course uh, by Jordan Harbinger, which also happens to be one of our upcoming guests from the Har Jordan Harbinger show. And he has a course called Six Minute Networking. And I only did the first module because he makes sure that it's spaced out, it's timed. And the first thing was to go to your text messages, scroll all the way to the bottom, the people you haven't talked to in years, uh, and reach out to them, see how they're doing. Just make sure that they're okay wherever they are and, and just keep that, that network flowing. So 
they might be super happy to hear from you because they haven't heard from you from for so long. And I've been doing that all week. And it's been uh, amazing just touching base, making sure everybody was OK, especially now with everything that's going on with COVID. So double down on people, keep that network alive and get better together. Awesome points. Awesome points. Chris, you're the final one, my friends. I, I hear some other kids yelling in the background. Um, yeah. I, I would say my, my piece of advice is um, we've talked about family. We've talked about tech. We talked about network, um, improve yourself. So whether that is through exercise, through learning a new skill, um, I learned to become a barber for my pets and my kids recently because, well, we can't go to those services anymore. So um, little things like that, you'll become a better person and you will appreciate the time that you spend with your family because of doing those little extra things. That's it. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, folks, this is epic. Um, breaking into cybersecurity, Hacker Valley Studio collabo. I know it won't be the last time because this is just way too good. We're just, we're <laughs> just getting started. This is feeling like a weekly thing. Um, so you ain't saying none of the thing. Right. So here we are. Thank you so much for so many of you um, joining in. I see so much chatter and conversations on both sides and we will be back again. I'm thinking I'm putting it out there next week, next week, next week. Uh, yes. hopefully let's do it. Yes. Next week and do another bring one of the these kids. and bring the kid, bring your kids, bring your kids. And you know what we can do on this cool. So just so everyone knows, this live stream, we can actually bring you in. So if you want to bring your child and you want to like pop in and join us and like join our conversation, let us know. And then you can show up too with your kids. Stop by. Friday. Stop yes, by. Indeed. Say hi in person. All right. <laughs> so thank you, everyone. This has been amazing. I am so, so happy we're able to do this. And it probably would not have happened if it wasn't for this type of a situation where we're all at home. So. <laughs> Here we are, right? Here we are. Okay, folks, we'll have a, an awesome day, an awesome Good Friday for everyone who's celebrating, and um, a great Resurrection Sunday weekend. Stay Thanks safe. And goodbye. Bye, everybody. Stay safe, everyone. Thanks and goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks and goodbye. Yeah.